to the ATI podcast. Barrett here, Josh on scene at Earth Mother Health Foods, and we are with Mary Lee Visnowski. How are you doing today, Mary I'm Lee? I'm doing just fine. Thank you for doing the show. Yeah, thank you so much for thank your time. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. It's our pleasure. And of course, this is Women's Month here on the ATI podcast, and we're finishing strong, and no better guest to have to round things off for us than Mary Lee, I feel like. You know, it was very special for me personally to be able to sit down and talk to Mary Lee today and feature her on our episode in her business because it's my very first job yeah. as well and it's a beautiful was. place <laughs> yeah yeah he so, did. He it's a beautiful and, uh, place that you built thank you outside of the professional piece of it uh mary lee's been a mentor to me over the years and a, a grandparent figure to me i didn't have any grandparents for the most part growing up and taught me a lot of life lessons and learned things by proxy taught you how to drive bill taught you how to yeah drive. her husband taught me how to drive <laughs> almost wrecked their vehicle <laughs> And he was extremely patient with me That's on awesome. several occasions. But yeah, just a great, great people, great family, great store. Thank too. you. Yeah, absolutely. And you were a great person to work with. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> but uh, I will definitely say a lot of life lessons learned from you guys and so many stories over the years and... Really, it, I guess this whole relationship even started with just us being customers at your store yes, here. Yes, that what did. And uh, this was back whenever the store was located on Karsh Boulevard when we started coming. Yeah. I know that technically the building that you're here, East Harrison Street, right? 220 East Harrison Street is where you actually started, right? Yeah, that's right. So how many years ago was that? I was here was for about, I started in 1990 actually but i didn't buy it and no i i think that's right would that be the right amount of years i started in 90 and i bought it in 90 i had it a little bit before i bought it okay because okay. uh-huh. yeah, it belonged to the other people and i was working for them i got you. i didn't want to just walk in here and i don't know if i want this thing or not you know so <laughs> right, right. i knew i knew the stuff i knew i knew i knew all about the vitamins and all that but actually if you want to know the truth i bought it out of guilt i would come over here to buy supplements from this lady that had it and it was kind of a storefront for a church that they use a lot of the stuff out here every time i come in she'd say uh, you know what you really need to buy this store i say yeah but i've got the i got the my most favorite job i've ever had in my life i'm a tour guide in saint genevieve all these years and that was so much fun and yep. all this stuff and anyway the last time that she said the right thing put me on a guilt trip i walked in here back in there and she I was getting my stuff, and she said, you know what? You could help a lot of people if you bought this store. <laughs> I thought, oh, nothing like put. So I went home and told my husband what she said, and he said, you know, she's right. And that was it. That was what I, I came here on guilt 32 years ago. That's amazing. Well, I'm sure his reassurance helped things move oh, it along did. as well. Yeah. Well, and he was so knowledgeable on all of it. You right. Know? Yeah. right. But we just lived on it. I mean, we lived on that type of diet and the whole bit. Yeah. When you first started working here, were they were you under the impression that the owners were trying to actively sell it? Or like, why exactly were they trying to unload the business on you? I don't know what that was all about. I don't know. Yeah. I think she was tired of it. I got you. I think she'd been and It really wasn't. They weren't. <laughs> They weren't setting the world on fire, I can tell yeah. you that. It was just yeah. it was really just something to supplement that church I got you. with the what they had in here. And uh you could tell, I mean, she because she only had one employee part time. I've got five or six all time, you know, now. Yeah. yeah. So it 
it, it was a big difference, you know. Right. Of course, I didn't have that that kind of help right when I first started out, you know. But sure, sure. It didn't take me long before I did, though. Yeah. Well, your mom started here 24 years ago. Yeah, yeah, it's been some time. Uh -huh. So she's, been, she's uh -huh. been with you for a large yeah. chunk of the yeah. journey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess she did start in 99. That's right, because it was definitely before Y2K, because I just remember that whole... Uh -huh. A lot of my memory reference points are Y2K specifically, uh -huh. just because of all these big events, you know, oh, I was yeah. a teenager uh -huh. at the time. And, yeah. and I think about, you know, okay, did it happen before that or after? Just kind of like 9-11 is another yeah. kind of... A reference yeah, right, point, you know, right. everybody Pre 9 11 or yeah. post 9 11. <laughs> everybody remembers where they were at on right. 9 11. Right. right, kind of a more recent thing we could even talk about would be like COVID, right? Yes, yeah, everybody kind of remembers when the, the every the world shut down, right? right. I mean, I think it's a pretty right. common phrase that everybody uses, right? And I know that impacted things here, but I don't want to jump the gun too hard with that. So I know you started out here, Earth Mother Health Foods started out here specifically, but you ended up on Karsh Boulevard. That's where well, I, I became acquainted the with The building you. sold out from under me. I got you. And I was just renting. Okay. And I was not a happy camper, let I me tell imagine. you. I would imagine. Oh, yeah. no, yeah. Because I, I was not. just getting my feet on the ground and getting things rolling. And I'd only been there like a couple, two or three years, but... The good Lord knew what he was doing, put me out there on cars and opened it up to the world. And then when this thing, the guy that had bought it out from under me went out, quit, went out of business. And one of the realtors said, Mary Lee, you were doing good down there, downtown. Why don't you buy that? Well, the guy who I was renting from up there wouldn't give me a lease. Oh. He wanted me to buy that building. It wasn't big enough to start. We'd already outgrown it. And he kept wanting me to buy that building so he wouldn't give me a lease. And, boy, you talk about something scary when you're running a yeah. business without a lease. Oh, yeah. yeah, absolutely. So that's when I walked across there, and everybody at the bank was grinning all the way. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I can and imagine. I, and I bought this building and named it Earth Mother Health Foods. And you, you've been here at this location specifically since the move back off of Cars. Yes. At least since, what, 98 or somewhere in that range? Yeah, right along there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I can speak uniquely from my own experience having started as a customer and then into an employee and then a customer again, I guess, technically. But I know that you've just had so many opportunities to help people. In general, right. that's my goal. That's my goal. I do. It. That's why I'm still here at 83 years old. Right. Yeah. Because it's so hard to quit something where you're helping people, Absolutely. and I help people every single day I work, and so does everybody that works for me. Yeah. So does everybody that works for me. Well, I mean, obviously, and I can speak to this too. A lot of your employees have been here for decades. Yes. Right. You know? Yes. And they've been here for decades for a reason and that's under good leadership and whenever you're here with those type of motives that's the whole reason everybody kind of buys into that mm -hmm. mindset mm -hmm. and uh, I think you know just kind of that newer phrase synergy yeah. conveys to the customers in that environment that you guys are breeding and I think that's why I mean you've got a lot of loyal customers too oh yeah customers you know by name people My that goodness. have moved away and yeah. call in orders and no, I don't remember so names things. real good anymore Barrett yeah. but I remember what's wrong with them yeah. that's kind of <laughs> embarrassing sometimes you know <laughs> sure. I, hey you I'm, oh you come in and <laughs> needed this last time <laughs> right, yeah right. yeah no, I'm teased. I know a lot of their names, but there's too many you can't. I it worries worrying me that I was something was wrong because and my my son told me said, Mom, you've been in business th almost 33 years. Right. Yeah. There's no right. way you can remember everybody comes through that door. You've seen but a lot oddly of faces. Enough, I can almost always remember what's wrong with them. So <laughs> that must have been the important thing because that was how I was going to help them. Yeah. You know? And I I mean I'm sure I again. 
I can speak from my years here, but you've got way more experience in this. And that is, you really don't know what's coming through the door sometimes too. And that can be a little challenging. I mean, it's just like communicating with anybody else. You just kind of find out what they're looking for and that sort of thing. But I've seen it happen. People open up with life stories to oh you that you don't Lord. know from Adam. And I know you've got I a lot of life experience. That. Well, that's true. That's true. That'd be a lot to remember. But you've got a lot of, a lot of life experience too that is always – I. it's one thing to have sympathy for people, but you're very good about being empathetic with people. That's right. That takes it to a different level. And I think that, again, kind of speaks to the experience that people are going to have at Earth Mother Health Foods and just the service that you provide. Thank you. And, That's my uh, goal. I've seen it time and time again. I've seen, you know, I'd be back there, lowly teenage Barrett Lewis, doing bulk items, and somebody would come in with some troublesome query and interact with you, and within five minutes, people are in tears, and, you know, you guys are sharing heartfelt stories and things like that, and it's it's nothing unnatural. No, you know? no. You got no. there naturally. It was through the progression of just heartfelt conversation right, right, right. and you don't get that at mom and pop shops right. even in a lot of places retail stores you know we can even get more broader with that but it's just such a unique experience that customers get to have here at earth mother well we strive for that that's yeah. our goal you know and another cool thing that i always took note of too early on as a customer and then as an employee is your engagement with the community just beyond okay i'm yeah. here the lights are on come see me i'll help you you know, you're involved in things. You're involved in things like Welcome Wagon or work. Yeah, uh, you're involved in things. you know. And I, I try so hard to help the homeless and those that, you know, really. Like I had a boy like that working for me all day today, you know, yeah. outside, you know. And they're so grateful. And, and uh, I, I just, it makes me feel good to help them, you know. Sure. And, well, people that are in positions to help sometimes don't mm-hmm. right. you know for no reason other than i guess they don't want to or they don't want the aggravation and right i mean that's even rare today that people do things like that mm-hmm. for sure mm-hmm. i know that too you know in your opportunities that you've had to engage with the community just beyond being a store yes. but out yes quite frankly giving a public service in some instances mm-hmm. but you've been engaged in things like country days held special events here at the store right. specifically there's just so many ways that you've engage the community is that something that you were just innately interested in doing or was that a business strategy like how did that just kind all come of born about? with it you know okay. i come from a family that that's just the way it is we just help others and we find ways to help others you know it's just my mom was like that my grandma was like that and i guess my great grandma too i didn't you know i don't remember her but uh it was just kind of our goal to that's what God put us on earth for here is to kind of help each other, you know? And folks might be, I want to bring this up as well, noticing where we're kind of broadcasting from here too. Uh, Not only does Mary Lee have Earth Mother Health Food stores here and has a lot of opportunities on that side of the shop, but also we're in a Native American museum that Mary Lee has actually started inside of her building, uh, kind of a passion project that you've started in the last few years. I always wanted to do something to, uh, you know, to let the world know about our Native Americans and how much we need to respect them. Absolutely. And uh, anyway, and it just, it does my heart good to look, walk in this room. And you wouldn't believe the people that come in here and give me this stuff. Everybody's got a drop of Indian bloods brought something in here, I think. <laughs> and anyway, and they want it in here. And they, they don't want no money for it. They just want to display it. And it makes you feel good. And it made me feel good before COVID when I could feed the Cherokees when they came through on the Trail of Tears. Right. Because, see, I got quite a few relatives living in, in Oklahoma, you know, and uh, 
Anyway, one of them's right up there on that, right there. That's one of my cousin's boys. He was with the trail one okay. year when they came through. And uh, Very cool. we, my son would come up from Georgia, and uh, he'd fix a great big meal out here in the courtyard. And they loved it. You know, it was such a nice thing to do. And Absolutely. Anyway, actually, I think maybe down the road we'll have more Cherokee recognition in here. I had somebody that's head of the Cherokees in Missouri came in not too long ago and talked to me. Not that I don't, I honor all Native Americans. Absolutely, yeah. right. And uh, anyway, the Cherokees weren't the only ones. There were lots of sure. them. Sure. And Missouri, too, just geographically where it's at, it was a lot of intermin- intermingling of various Indian tribes as right. well, just through this area, you know, in the Midwest. Yeah. But also, a lot of those tribes are even more regional and segregated from one another on account of the Trail of Tears, as you mentioned, that they started to get pushed west and onto reservations and things like that. You know, there's so much history that's been lost, too, though. Mm -hmm. I want to bring that up and the the fact that you're kind of help preserving some of that. Yeah, we're trying. And I've even been making bracelets and I sell them. Uh, they're made with a Job's Tears, which is a little seed-like thing. It looks like a tear that grows. We used to grow it at home, but the ones I'm getting, someone's saving for me, in, on the, and they're growing them on the Cherokee Nation. Oh, that's and cool. And so I'm getting the Cherokee Nation uh, Job's Tears. Some people call them corn beads or whatever. And then I mix them with some. I've used almost all my old jewelry. Uh, I got still got some left, but people bring me that to old jewelry, and I'll mix them with those things. And then the profits of them, we've got a separate thing going on the register, and the profits on them go to a couple of major, the Cherokees, and there's there's other tribes too because they were all Indians, you know. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And I I know that you've even too in the past. I know while I was working here, you would go to some of the big powwows and things that they oh, would yeah. have, you know, regionally and stuff, mm-hmm, too. So mm-hmm. I know you've had the opportunity to kind of network and connect with other people, I've been too. to all, all that kind of stuff, the stomp dances and all that. I've had a lot of – it helped me having those relatives and telecom. Definitely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Of course, this is something we even talked about before we started recording today and the fact that a part of Native American history and stuff, so much of that has been lost. Right. Um, and the short of that is just kind of whitewashing of their existence. And, you know, they were a people of – vocal history yes. and passing down stories from generation to generation and things like that. And it's, you know, whereas, you know, more of the white imperialism that came over from yes. England and stuff. Yeah, yeah we've been keeping history. Yeah, I've been keeping books for, you know, thousands of years. Yeah. So. <laughs> so whenever you read a lot of these books, I say that to say this, you hear from a, a white man's perspective and not the right. Native American perspective. Well, you know, they had it all figured out. You know what I mean? Right. right. Uh, they were more in tune almost with the good Lord than... A lot of people that claim to be, you know. I agree, right. yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they really were. They just really. And I think a lot of that gets, you know, from corruption, you uh-huh. know, with power and uh-huh. politics and money, Absolutely. and that's, you know, uh-huh. that's where it was a little bit separate. And they they respected the land and lived off the land, right? Not so much of the power and politic grab that. Well, just whites. like I always <laughs> like to bring up. See, I got those. You can't see them on the. We'll explain them to you. There's two uh, dream catchers up there. Like kind of like a dreamcatcher, and it's heroes, code talkers. In World War One, it was the Cherokee and the Choctaw. Yeah. And in World War Two, it was the Navajos. That was clever. Yes. I mean, my yeah. word, that was clever to do that. Yeah. And, wasn't you know, that? Didn't they figure out that they were using Cherokee and Choctaw in World War One, and that's why they went to yes. Navajo because yeah, it was yeah. more complex? Yeah. Or, yeah. yeah that's, well, it was different ones anyway. And Sacagawea. 
Lewis and Clark. Well, they never got where they was going if they hadn't right. had her. Absolutely. You know? So we, we we owe them a lot of credit, you know? Absolutely. And some of the pieces that we're referencing today, too, we're going to be making uh, some photo dumps on our social media, uh, too. We're going to take some pictures of this room because we don't have the ability while we're live streaming and recording to show you everything. But there's so many fascinating things in here that we'll probably be referencing on and off throughout the conversation that we don't want the viewers to miss out on. And hopefully we'll pique your interest in coming in and paying Mary Lee a visit at some yeah, point too. It's free. For sure. It's free. We don't charge you anything. Yeah. If, he, if somebody wants to give us some money to give to him, we will. But uh, we, nobody, we don't charge for that. The ones right up here represent my native bloodline. Okay. Okay. And uh, that's my, You can. we can't see them, but when we do the thing, we can talk about yeah, them. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, now, when did you start this museum part of the business? Last three years or so? Right when COVID started. Oh. Yeah. Can you imagine? I just had it all set up ready to roll and here comes COVID you know (laughs) and that's how long it's been I had all kinds of big ideas for it but then that kind of slowed it all down you know sure yeah uh, well the world had a way of halting at that time I I know I can speak from I mean everybody can speak from their own perspectives how it impacted them but I'm in the hospitality industry and you know we had one of our best years on the books forecasted and uh, it just totally pulled the rug out from under us that entire year. And, you know, some people were fortunate enough to be able to get through from in that period, whether they, you know, receive some of those government loans and things like that. But uh, other people weren't that fortunate in those times. Did you see it impact your business here at Earth Mother Health Foods very drastically? Well, (laughs) yeah, because it was an illness. Yeah, right. And we've become so well known because I don't know whether I belong to a National Products Association. I pay for that to belong to it. And everything in this store is has to be what it's what's it's what it's supposed to be gotcha. and you know a lot of these johnny come lately's you can it can say it's got a ginseng in it might be a half a drop you know right, what i mean right, right. where ours are third-party tested everything in here i can only buy from companies that are third-party tested gotcha so that kind of puts us in a different category and right now we are the largest health food store in southeast missouri and i you guys have kind of maintained that uh, certification, I guess, if you will, for quite some time. I know really kind of the only place that was really close to this for any period of time was down in, in Cape, if I recall mm-hmm, correctly. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And even then, they didn't necessarily have all the same well, things that you do. They're not near as big or, as this. Right. Yeah, or the variety mm-hmm. that you have yeah, as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that's a nice store in Cape, but yeah. it, this is a bigger store. But you guys also have things like educational books. Oh, yeah. You know, things like the the wellness dictionary. I forget the name. Well, there's of it, a no? big, I mean, a whole room of books. You know, yeah. There. yeah. You just have a book section, actually, yeah, whereas yeah, these other places yeah. don't. But even whenever you had the smaller store, yeah, I still you, had were, books. you still had books yeah. and you had mm-hmm. a education, you know, focus on education. Every department has grew, just got bigger. Yeah. Because <laughs> I started out with everything that's over there. And even the homeopathic, we're really yeah. pushing that a lot now and trying sure. to get into that more. And I got a couple of people that's... Re- I have a lot of employees, and they're really studying, you know, so they can help people. Yeah. Because that's what it's all about. Absolutely. And there's many phases to health food stores who people who aren't perhaps smartened up on it 
or unfamiliar with the territory, and that is that generally whenever you think of health food stores, you're going to be thinking about vitamins, which that is definitely a huge piece of the business. However, there are other things. There's other supplements such as things for energy that uh, Mary Lee has alluded to, such as Things for cancer. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Things for various ailments that maybe you are afflicted with. I know that a big piece in kind of one of your passion projects, too, is helping people with celiac disease. Oh, yeah. And you guys have plenty of stuff for that yes, here, yes, specifically. We yes, we do. Specialties. <laughs> yeah, right. So you can speak uniquely on that, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. I've had it for over tw- about 20-some-odd years. And if somebody's never heard of celiac before, yeah, kind of detail what that is it, for folks. It, well, it's an autoimmune disease. But you can't do wheat, rye, oats, or barley. Oh, man. You can do oats if they've never been grown on a field where wheat was grown. Our biggest problem is wheat. And, you know, I've always thought about it. It's kind of interesting about the Indians. The Indians didn't, there wasn't no wheat. You know what I mean? I wonder if, uh, I mean, there was wheat in the world. Sure. But they did corn. Everything about them was corn. You see, I can do corn. I don't think, God, I can do corn, you know. Uh, I've had it for 20-some-odd years, but... I'm 83, and I'm only on one pill from the doctor, and that's to keep your blood pressure from soaring. And at this age, if the doctor tells me that's kind of important, I thought I might do that. Because every (laughs) once in a while, I get rawled enough. (laughs) (laughs) I hear that for sure. Yeah, but anyway, but no, but that's... uh, But there's other stuff inside of your store as well. Um, You know, I kind of mentioned the the bulk items specifically. Well, I tell you, the biggest thing we've got that you won't find anywhere else, all them bulk herbs. Yeah. Because see that? That's like a history thing. You know, it's like you don't see them in any health food stores. You used to for a while see them in some of those little things where you could get them yourself. Well, I'm not going to have that because... Some people spit when they talk, you know yeah, what I mean? Right, right. Yeah. That's not going to happen here. <laughs> yeah, I hear and, uh, But anyway, that's the, that I, have, I hear that all the time about how nice it is to be able to buy those bulk herbs. And I, we really push them, you know. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's cool to have something like that in the community, got over three, a place to have. Over yeah. 300. Oh, wow. Over that's 300 insane. different yeah. bulk herbs, yeah. And more, and we do a market on those. People are buying them all the time. And things that you've kind of, you've even expanded on that, though, too, because a lot of people come in for the bulk herbs to, like, make their own teas, but now you have your own tea section, uh, and you yeah. kind of curated some of your own tea mixtures yes, and things yes, like that, too. Yes, yes, And that's kind of taken off for yes, you. Yes, it is. It, yeah. Well, we're it's a learning process here all the sure. time. We never, there isn't a day that we don't learn new things. And then we <laughs> yeah. can help more people. Absolutely. Because it's what it's all about, you know, so. And you have grocery items, you have home cleaning items as well here. So we there's have just a, nice a little bit of everything. Uh, thing of, and meats. We have meats. Oh, cool. You know, you have frozen meats. And we have groceries. We have eggs. We have, you know, just about. Free range eggs. I have a, a guy that comes here. And about 10, 15 years ago, I don't, maybe not that quite that long, the doctor, a doctor in St. Louis told him, said, you find yourself a good health food store. And you, that's all you buy. You don't buy anything from anywhere else. And this guy has been buying for me, and he looked like death warmed over when he started coming in here. Mm-hmm. And he has, <laughs> he, he, and he is just in good shape, you know. In fact, anyway, but he is, he's just in real good shape, but he doesn't buy anything except from Earth Mother Health Foods. Oh, wow. Isn't That's that cool? cool? Probably your biggest And we've watched right him go from being real frail. Yeah. To being real healthy. Right. That's been awesome. Yeah, and you guys also, with your location, it's kind of cool because they've, over the years, and you've seen this change more than anybody, Mary Lee, is the fact that how they've kind of tried to 
restore the downtown area yes. here in Farmington. And there's a lot of history in this building in and of itself. This used to be a part of a train station for Farmington, right? Or this was the first railroad freight. Okay. Right here. When one time the sidewalk out here fell in and uh, there was, you can still see the railroad ties down in there. Yeah, <laughs> That's they crazy. were still there. They just built on top of it. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, anyway, no, it's, yeah, it, and this part here, right where we're sitting, yeah. was where they backed the tractor trailers in. And that's why that's so tall. And then it goes all the way back up. You can see a ramp where they <laughs> rolled the stuff up there, you know. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it was the first railroad freight of Farmington. That's wild. How about that? I know that you can see some of the older, uh, or at least used to, I don't know. I haven't went to go look for it personally and recently. But at the factory here in Farmington, they had, like, old newspaper articles and clippings yeah. and stuff on display there where you could actually go and see. And I remember a few years back going and seeing the old train station yeah. area that was your train depot or whatever mm-hmm. it was. And uh, and I told my wife, Pam, I was like, you know, this, you know, that's this is Earth Mother. Yeah. And she was like, what? No. Yeah, it No, it's was, not. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, yes, it is. And, and at the time, you still had the big uh, gravel filling in the void yeah, out here because it yeah, had collapsed yeah, in on the yeah. sidewalk. And I said, you know where that gravel's at? I was like, actually, if that wasn't there, you'd be able to see the railroad ties down. That's there. right. That's right. awesome. It's wild to think that that was right here. Yeah. yeah. I think about that a lot, you know. And uh, it, it is. It's really interesting. And. But there was a kid to come out here one day. I went to one of the city meetings. And they were talking about everything had to be it was historic, had to stay historic, and all this, that, right. and the other. And this kid come by and he said, "Earth Mother, don't worry about that too much." They all call me Earth Mother and said my name. Um, it's become my name. But anyway, and he said, "Your building doesn't look very historic." <laughs> and I thought, "No, I guess it doesn't," you know. But my daughter painted all the signs on the building. All the different things that's on the outside. And so that made it neat, too, you know. Absolutely. Did a great job, too. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it looks great. And that kind of infuses back into just so many elements of the community is used here. And one spirit of your business that I've always really enjoyed and kind of I feel like I've kind of even taken on myself is kind of the DIY aspect of it. Do it yourself. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of what you do here. Uh, You've taken a lot on your shoulders to learn and do yourself and you've always been about pulling up your bootstraps and getting to work getting right in there right yeah. and i think that's something that everybody can definitely take note of mm-hmm. and uh, learn from you yeah well i always tell them when they come in i said when you walk through that door you're no longer a stranger and then if i want to get cute and funny sometimes i say we're all just a pack of hillbillies just come on in yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we are we're just all country folks and yeah. we're just ready to help you know I know that there's been so much experiences that you could probably pull from and we could ask you so many questions, but some of the things I was real fascinated to ask you about uh, amidst our conversation today was kind of some of the more challenging times throughout business that you've kind of faced and how you overcame some of those obstacles. Is there any particular instance that stands out your mind outside? I know we just talked about COVID, but you know, were there some challenges that you faced here? Let me tell you, you I've been through challenges. The first part of this thing we couldn't even have advertisement in the same room with the product. Oh, man. Oh, wow. If you can't imagine what that was like. And it's always, I mean, and I can remember on we were warned on the phone that they might be trying to trip us up and say something like we'd be prescribing, which we can't yeah. prescribe. You know, we can, we can only tell, we can talk about how it helps our husband or our child or something right, like that. Right. But we can't really prescribe and we never try to. But anyway, yeah, yeah, I went through some real rough years right there to start out with. And that we, when you get a phone call, you think, well, now, 
is this really a customer right. or is this somebody trying to mess with right. me, you know? Right. But we don't have that anymore. So kind of what you're talking about is kind of just like, we'll just call it community resistance to yes. the type of business that you're running here mm -hmm. and people that will say, even probably obviously skeptics. Yes, oh my word, that, yes. You know, they don't think that what you're providing here but is... But you know what? These years have kind of proven that. Oh yeah, for sure. You know? But I, I could definitely see that that being a huge part of the challenge. I know that occasionally... I saw some of that as an employee here too. Was people were skeptical of the things that uh, you know I, that you would tell them the stories that you would tell them yeah. about friends, relatives, other customers on whatever ailments that they yeah. had, and they took this product and it improved. You know, and I think another piece that people get wrong about health food in general. This is a big statement that I always hear: is like you can't live off those vitamins. Well. They're called supplements for supplements. a reason. Yes. To, to supplement a yes. healthy lifestyle. Yes, that's right. You know, it's not that there's nobody here going to tell you that, you know, you need to live off no, a source of life. Food. All you got to have you know? good food. You right, know? absolutely. Right. Yeah. right. These so. are supplements, just exactly what we said. I, I have trouble even when I'm out and about. I was someplace uh, over the weekend, and um, this lady was going on and on to my friend that I was sitting by about the, she had a, a diabetic condition. And I said, <laughs> I, I couldn't help it. I said, you know, ma'am, I'm not asking you to come there, but there's a lot of supplements help a lot of di people with diabetes right. that we've got that really, really help. And she looked at me like, <laughs> But anyway, so I didn't say any more to her. But it's like God almost pushes me to do that. You know what I mean? Like, now you can help sure. that person. Open your mouth, you know. So. Right. And who knows? One of these days she might stroll in here, you know. But yeah, could be. Anyway, you because I can't help but tell them. When I would feel guilty not telling them because. Right. Yeah, because yeah. then you think about it and be like, oh, yeah. I should have said something. Yeah. 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 People make statements sometimes too, or tell you about things going on in their life, and they don't know where you come, where you're no. coming from, or uh -huh. anything like that, or what you know expertise you might be able to provide in those situations, and. It's funny to kind of look at it. Is it is it fate that these people are being brought to me in these situations? Well, I you think know? about that a lot, and I'm sure that's something that you constantly well, I think are constantly thinking about. Well, I tell you with. what, I and I say this every day. Everybody that comes in here, I pray for every person that comes through that door every day, and God knows their names. I don't have to know none of them because I couldn't remember them anyway. You know what I mean? Sure, but, I hear you. But, but I do. I pray for every person that walks through that door or has ever walked through that door because that's what we're here for. I, I feel like it's our God's mission. Another perspective of the health food piece, too, is, you know, this is the way I've always looked at it, but I basically grew up in this store, so there's, you take that for what it's worth, <laughs> is the fact that I think I would like, rather come to things like in a more natural way versus go get a pill bottle from the doctor that's got a bunch of things that I can't pronounce to begin with and can't figure out how they dialed it up in the lab as it is anyways. Right. There's a lot of things that people can come here what actually grew on this planet naturally yes. and take yes. those things I mean, and it's going to be more well received by your body. There's a something out there growing for everything you can have wrong right. with you. Well, I mean, I'm like terribly allergic to poison ivy and a lot of people don't realize, you know, just typically, you know, 10 to 20 feet from that plant is another plant that'll That's help you right. with that, you know. Right. Right. I know that that was kind of like some of the first things that we actually started becoming customers at Earth Mother for is there was some uh, homeopathic uh, sublingual for us to t for me to take specifically because I'm just so bad poison oak and ivy and it was like one of the few things that actually helped me. And it works. Right. Yeah. yeah. And and you can even almost kind of take that preventatively if you have it real bad mm -hmm. to keep from it because I would almost just have to take it in the summer constantly, especially you know we we'll cut a lot of grass mm -hmm. stuff like that to keep from getting poison ivy. But 
I, I think a large, large part of that is the fact that it actually uses, again, back to things on this planet. It's kind of like, I always use this, of course, I'm all country, you know. It's kind of like the plant, whatever it is, is like a hair from the dog that bit you. Yeah. Kinda. So somehow that will activate your body to fight right. it. And there's like, you know, people will go into their yard and see, oh, that's a weed, and they'll, oh, they'll pull no. it and throw it away. Whatever those things are, you know, are just kind of umbrella term right now, blanketing and such. But things like burdock, for example. Yeah. I know that's like, again, doing a lot of landscaping in my life. I see a lot of that growing out naturally at places. Oh, yeah, but and it's such it a actually has a lot of medicinal blood purposes. Blood cleanser. It's such a blood cleanser, yeah. Speaking of cleansers, I'm glad you brought that up, and that's another thing that a lot of people don't do or think about, and that is cleansing yourself. Oh, that's so important. It is extremely so important. So important. You wash outside of your body. Right. And inside needs it too, but you don't have to use soap. Right, <laughs> right. <laughs> we prefer that you didn't. We prefer that you didn't, yeah, because it does. You can you really cleanse the body. Well, you know, sweating helps Yes. to cleanse the body. But you got to get in there and the liver and the, you know all that all that thing. Colon, colon liver, yep. yeah, everything, everything needs a good cleansing. My husband was kind of proof of that, living as long as he did with yeah. that. Yeah, I know that the kind of like when COVID, going back to COVID was running rampant and there was just so many people throwing darts at the wall trying to figure out what to do yeah. about this and that and. I don't think anybody ever got it right, even the scientists, uh-huh. uh, in some respects, to be honest with you. And that is, you know, I, I, one thing that was going rampant was, uh, what was it, the horse dewormer, ivervectin? <laughs> oh, yes. Right, that people were taking. Yes. yes. And, and it was killing some people, I'm pretty sure, wasn't well, it? Well, if, if they were taking it in too high a doses, but there was yeah. actually, if you, you're supposed to, even whenever you go buy that for cattle, yeah. you're supposed to dilute that. You're not supposed to right. just go pour a bottle on a, a right. cow's throat. You yeah. Know? <laughs> you know, read, the, read the label, folks. Right. You know? Do you but, know the biggest thing? Thing we sold during that COVID thing was stuff to enhance the immune system. Yeah, absolutely. And it was just, oh, it was unreal how much of that we sold. Fact is, we had trouble getting it sometimes, you know. But yeah, supply I'll chain tell you issues. a cute little story. Uh, mullen, a lot of them call it mullein or whatever, but it's mullen. It's you know what it looks like. It's a fuzzy plant and it mm-hmm. grows real tall. We got to this is the true story. We got to where we couldn't get it for a while. It was just out of stock, you know, and. Out here in these rock flower beds, two big mullen grew <laughs> out there. Yeah. And I, I told him, I said, I told him, Lord, you're doing a good job, but we're going to take a lot, whole lot more, too. <laughs> but where they came from was a mystery. That is wild. I mean, it was wild because yeah. it was two. And one of them grew to be about six feet tall. And it was, anyway, we didn't use it for medicine, but it was a fun thing to Maybe talk about. Maybe it was about. there just in case you needed it. Yeah, just in case you needed it. <laughs> but that is, that mullen's... It's awesome the way it, it works. It, it really is. The funny thing I was going to mention, too, when it, getting back to the folks using ivermectin at the time, and to drive this point home as how important it is to actually cleanse yourself, though, oh, big time. is that people were taking and they're like, oh, I feel so much better. Well, in a lot of cases, these people have never done any type of cleansing. They're like, right. oh, it's a horse dewormer. So, like, I'm going to tell you, folks, large majority of us are all running around with some type of parasite or something. Oh, yeah. Us, especially if you eat red meat. Uh, you know, just the this the statistics on that are crazy. So do your homework. But for you to do an actual cleanse for the first time in your life, you're gonna probably feel like a brand new person. Yeah. So I think difference. that was a lot of the phenomenon that was going on with that. 
I know a big thing that they were advocating for was vitamin D, mm-hmm. and but people were ODing on vitamin D because they're mother, taking too much of it. Yeah, yeah my mom actually, uh, she's a nurse, uh-huh. and she worked in trauma, and she had heard overheard a doctor talking about that, I guess, and she started taking it. Well, then she started getting really sick, okay, and she ended up in the hospital, and then she was, yeah, it was too much of it. Well, something yeah. like 113% beyond... I don't remember what, what it was. It was, it was nuts, yeah. But we've got... What? How much you're supposed to take? Right. We got books that tell you how much exactly you're supposed right. to take. So we they don't tell have, you on the bottle too. Right. Tell you on the right. bottle. Right. You know? Yeah. yeah. You can lead a horse to water, but you can't make him drink. <laughs> right. Still on the horse theme. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know that there's just so many countless lives that we could probably detail. Even talking today, the people that you've been able to help. What are maybe some of the more bigger, special examples? Maybe to you, Mary Lee, interactions that you've had with the people in the past that you've helped, and just. You know, it's just something that's really stuck with you over the years. I think my own husband. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, he started out with Rocky Mountain tick fever, and they couldn't recognize it because they didn't look for it here. And uh, by the time they figured out what he had, and our doctor actually was a doctor from St. Genevieve that called the blood specialist from, I um, forget what war would that have been then, um, Desert Storm, I think, maybe. Early 90s? Uh-huh. Yeah. And, yeah, and he, uh, they came, they figured out the two of them together, said that's Rocky Mountain tick fever. It, it wasn't limes, like they're all looking for. Okay. Yeah. So anyway, they got him, but they were a little too late with it, and it had gone into a rare form of cancer called a hemangiopericytoma. And, uh, oh, Bill was in bad shape. And uh, he, um, <laughs> he was unbelievable, though. He... Once we got, we got once we got through with the, all the stuff the doctors were. T- not that I'm knocking doctors. We got to have doctors. But right. once we got through all that and just got him in here on the supplements, flushed his body real good, and but he was down to 129 pounds, and he got up and he never weighed this much. He always weighed about 165, 70, and he because he was inactive. Actually, one of the operations they did uh, crippled him. Because oh, they man. cut too deep and they cut a, a, something in his back that caused him to not be able to walk or go to the bathroom normal. Oh, and uh, anyway, but when he died, before he died, uh, there wasn't a sign of cancer for the last five or six years he lived. Oh, wow. And uh, he lived uh, altogether. I, it, was, it was almost about 25 years. It was 15 years, something like that. I've got the years mixed up here. But anyway, but I think he was my the biggest example I've been able to talk about all these years. But he had a devout faith, and he never lost faith, you know, and that that helped him. But, in, and oh, my goodness, he's just helped so many people because people would come in. We actually wrote a story about him, and uh, he uh, people would get them stories, and then they would come back and get on the same stuff we had him on, and, uh, and it's helped a lot of people. So uh, his... Death, I've, I've missed him so much through the years, but it was like his death, I guess, wasn't in vain because he helped so many people. Yeah. You know? right. I, yeah, I think he was probably, but he wasn't the only one. Oh, my word, we've had sure dozens and dozens and dozens, but yeah. he's the one I can freely talk about, you know? Yeah, for sure. When I, I, again, back, I can speak to my experiences working here. Again, a lot of those conversations I alluded to earlier that would even just a person off the street that you would get into with customers and things and just really strike a chord with them and things would get emotional. A lot of it did start with conversations about you or Bill and your life experiences yeah, and the challenges that you guys face and how 
even working through the store and things that you guys were able to uh, create a better life for yourselves, a better quality yeah, of life specifically, yeah. you know. And uh, it's just it's really amazing whenever people lead a healthy lifestyle, the results that can come of that too, you know. Right. It it impacts everything, mental health, so on and so on. I just so feel so blessed that I was brought to this. And even before you did this, though, you you mentioned that you were like a tourist guide. Oh, yeah. I know you had several occupations before, just out of curiosity. Yeah. What were some of those occupations that you held before this? Well, I was secretary and treasurer of Jefferson RSM School in Jefferson County for years. Worked, you know, right there in the superintendent's office, did all that and do all that kind of stuff. And that helped me, though, here, because I can do books here now, yeah, you know. Yeah, bookkeeping. And uh, then... Um, my next, I, well, I guess my next job was tourism. But that was so much fun. Yeah, oh, I could imagine. I would love that, to do that. <laughs> that was so much fun. Every day was like a party, you know. Yeah. And I'll tell you what's been a blessing to me, too, is being on the radio down here. Yeah. That has been really, I, I've reached so many people, you know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, I write these little short stories about my life, and uh, there some of them are Crazy, but anyway, because I'm a little bit crazy. Anyway, because I wrote, the one I did today was about my wedding. I was on the radio this morning. I'm always on Froggy Station at 9 o'clock every Friday morning. And uh, my our wedding, my we had some family problems trying to figure out what we was going to do. Not everybody was agreeing. Oh, yeah. You know, the wedding was kind of a nightmare. Not the wedding, but the aftermath. Right, sure. Yeah. But anyway, that's been a real blessing to me, too, being on the radio. And, and just running this store has been a godsend, literally. I, I believe that, you know. So, And uh, I'm still working. I don't want, I'm not going to quit. You know, people say, why don't you quit? Like, what would I do? It, you know, go home and sit and yeah. rock or something. You know? Right, yeah. Yeah. I, I had a woman that was working for me in the breakfast bar area, and she basically was kind of like a glorified tourist, but she's the breakfast host, hostess there. And she became, like, world famous. Like, uh-huh. people would come back to just have breakfast from her because oh, yeah. well, she would I... just talk so much about the area. Well, she remind, the two of you reminded yeah, each yeah, other quite a lot. Yeah, I got the same that. thing here. They'll, yeah. Yeah, they'll come in. A lot of history. <laughs> yeah, and well, like, what's the funniest thing is the ones that hear me on the radio recognize my voice. Right. They'll walk in and you're the one on the radio, you know, like that. You know? Yeah. And so, yeah, it's fun. Yeah. What's funny about her is she actually worked uh, for the St. Louis Football Cardinals for okay. years and worked up at the Jefferson County Court System okay. for a long time. So she was known two places. So she was, yeah. So she, she had. I, professional career prior to coming down here and doing stuff but um she kind of had that tourist blood in her yeah see that makes a difference that's like me speak you know to to speak it's no problem at all when you've been speaking to 50 or 100 people once you know all the time and because i did those tours over there all the time and you get to where and i know i spoke at a funeral just recently and and said i didn't know you could get up and talk in front of people like that and i said well, I didn't know I... <laughs> <laughs> didn't know I couldn't. I didn't know I couldn't. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. I had an employee come up to me one time after a work meeting and was like, I didn't know you could get up and talk in front of people like that. And I was like, well, i got to talk to people all day long. I know, That's what exactly. I do. People I don't know, so <laughs> it really doesn't make a difference if job. i got to do it in front of yeah. you know, four people or 50 people, you know? That's right. the way but, I, That's the way of me. Funerals are a little harder. They are, yeah. Because yeah. yeah, they're sad, you know? Yeah, definitely. It's a, it's a different platform. For sure. I don't I don't do getting up in church real good though. 
Bill says it, it's because I'm only intimidated by God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. And then that sound like yeah. something Bill said. Yeah. Well, that's because you're only intimidated by God. Man, that's great. But I don't. I that's never cool. have done that lecture thing in a church. I've always kind of let somebody else do it. But well, I think that's probably why I'm not because I had to do that stuff in church when I was very young. Uh-huh. You know, so like it kind of. Even though I was nervous doing it, you get over it quick. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's you don't think about how good those life experiences are, though, that prepare you for life going yeah, forward. And they do help, too. don't they? Even the tourism piece, you probably didn't even think that it was preparing you to run your own health food store. Yeah, but right. Lo and behold, you're here today yeah, doing it, yeah. right? <laughs> oh, thirty, almost right at thirty-three years. That's crazy. That's awesome. Well, Earth Mother That's Health my Foods, entire lifetime. So. Yeah. <laughs> Earth Mother Health Foods, of course, is in Farmington, Missouri. If anybody is traveling through, we can highly encourage folks. Uh, in the episode link in descriptions, we're going to have all the details on how you can hook up with Earth Mother Health Foods. We'll have the Google listing as well as contact information and, and things like that. Mary Lee has just so much here, a wealth of knowledge, uh, fantastic staff, various products. Such I mean, a local gym. Yeah, the community is really blessed to have. One thing, too, I can definitely say, again, from an insider and outsider perspective is I don't think that the community has appreciated this business enough. And even though everybody knows who Mary Lee is and Earth Mother is and where Earth Mother's at, I don't think that beyond that, that uh, Mary Lee's been given the roses that she should have been given a long time ago. I agree with that. I'm kind of taken for granted. You know uh, what I mean? A little bit. People do that. When you've been around so long, you know what I mean? I think that's part of it. Yeah. The one thing I was really curious about picking your brain about today was the fact that you are such a strong businesswoman in southeast Missouri, Farmington, Missouri specifically. And I'm sure that that had a lot of challenges to even start with because, let's face it, it's a, it's a relatively conservative area politically for good or for bad, however you want to look at that. But I think that a lot of folks over the decades have been in, intimidated by a very strong independent businesswoman like yourself. I think probably I'd like to know the history on that. I might be the oldest Businesswoman, or the one that's been in business the longest ever here. It's a very good, yeah, real I don't and good know possibility, that, yeah, short uh-huh. of changing. I don't know yeah, that generation. Because yeah, uh-huh. yeah. you know, it used to be most of the time it wasn't a woman running a business; it was a yeah. man. Right. You know, so, was there any? We'll just call it political. I'm not saying necessarily Republican Democrat, but just you know, attitudes, families, old blood in the city, whatever the situation was. Was there a lot of adversity that you kind of faced, started out as a strong independent businesswoman? If it was there, I was not made aware of it, but I feel like it was there. You know what I'm saying? Because, um, yeah, I think it was there, but I, they never did just blatantly come out and, and I'll tell you this little funny story and I don't care where it goes. (laughs) They gave me an award for uh, something downtown pride, something. Uh And I was at the radio station when they were getting it ready, you know? And so I came back down here and here was the mayor and all the dignitaries, you know, down here for this biggest party. I've never been in this building, you know, and. They walked in there, and Fred Dawkins from Dawkins Radio Station is in here. And I said, what's this all about? What's going on? They said, uh, <laughs> you're getting the award. You're getting the you know, downtown pride award or whatever it is. And I said, really? A backstreet merchant and farming <laughs> getting an award? And they all kind of didn't know what to say. And then I said, good night. It took me 10 years to get a new sidewalk out of you. People now hear you're in your award. award. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't that, keep you happy. <laughs> that was funny. But they all laughed, you know, but they didn't know. I, you know, I was giving them a little bit of 
stuff there, you know. But yeah. <laughs> let them know that I got my own mind, you know. Hey, those moments whenever you seize on them are always exactly. ultra rewarding. You don't right? get those off yeah, too often. Right, yeah. Right, right. But Fred Dawkins said, there he was. He was trying to give you a award, a whole bunch of them in there. <laughs> he said you was hacking at him the whole time. <laughs> But That's anyway, fantastic. I thought it was funny. That's fantastic. And they, now they all still speak to me, so I guess they didn't care. Yeah, <laughs> yeah care enough, anyways, right? Right. right. <laughs> no, it's okay. I, I, I think they're pleased. You know, yeah. practice. Somebody told me when I moved, when I had to move from here, when the building sold out from under yeah. me, one of the higher ups here in Farmington said, "I think it's a shame we're losing this health food store downtown." I said, "Well, it wasn't my choice." Right. You right. know, the building sold out from under me. And uh, anyway, but it was a lady and she said, "Well, I just think it's sad that we're losing you down here now." That made me feel kind of good that they at least Definitely. appreciated that I was down here, you know. Right. Yeah. So. Well, the downtown area is an area that has had its moments of being neglected and it's it's not a situation that's unique to farmington it's happened in a lot of cities oh that's yeah, almost all cities but actually to give farmington credit they do a good job of keeping downtown strong mm-hmm. and there's been kind of the restoration process that mm-hmm. they've went through as well with uh, updates the from the storefronts yeah. and the uh-huh. restaurants that have come in the annex building's beautiful yeah. everything around there i know back whenever we were more our businesses were more active with the chamber and stuff I would go to some of those meetings and they would kind of, they'd have developers come in and kind of with, they'd even hire private firms out to come in and talk about, you know, these are the other businesses we could bring into the area to help enhance the downtown and bring in more business into mm-hmm. downtown in and of itself. And, and, you know, it seemed like they pretty much, everybody's spirits were in the right place. Do you know right where motivation. that long, the, the historic long building? Yeah, yeah. Okay. We're, I'm working real hard on that. Me and another lady here in Farmington. Uh, she's a native of Farmington, but we're working real hard to get that. That needs to be recognized as a historic building because it's on the Trail of Tears. Right. And I, that's pretty important. It yeah. kind of gives me goosebumps when I think about the Trail of Tears went right past that building. And it needs to be recognized for that. I don't think I that. knew that. Yeah, it did, yeah. Yeah, there's a sign right down there. When you come down the one street and you turn it, his his historic trail. It's got like a star on it. Yes. Yeah, I have seen that. Yeah, sign and they've got. I don't a lot. think I've ever stopped. Yeah, and she read and it. I have worked on uh, trying to get those signs up and try to bring some history in in here with the Trail of Tears because it needs to be. It needs Absolutely. To be. My grandparents actually had a trailer out in Caledonia. Uh-huh. If you come off 32, you're coming from Bismarck. If you make that first ride after you turn off 32, there's an old rock memorial with yes. a, a woman's face carved in it. And she actually was a Native American who passed uh-huh. away on the Trail of Tears. Yes. And that's where that's she's buried. That's cool. I'd like to see that. I haven't yes, seen it's that. it's really neat. The last time I went out there was a little overgrown, uh-huh. but they used to really keep really good care of it. And, you know, like her face is carved in it. People go out and lay flowers on oh, it and stuff. Oh, that's neat. But yeah, it's really close to home. You're close to you, Barry. Yeah. You should take your kids out there and check it out. But yeah, it's the first right you make after you turn off 32 right there in California. First, okay. Yeah. Oh. I forgot what that road's called. I have to look there's a lot of other cool uh, Native American history that's just really even close by here, like the petroglyphs. In yeah. Washington yes, State Park. yes. Um, that's, you know, that's, that's awesome, too. pretty impressive, actually, if you go out and see I that. I think if they'd work this area a little more, they could pull a Definitely. lot more tourism in here, and it wouldn't hurt anything, you know what I mean, wow. to bring tourism in here. But they need to, uh, you know, I think... This whole area 
depends on that. Yes, yes, you know, yes. Joe well, Park look at St. Jen. I mean, St. Jen, of course, yep. St. Genevieve Saint Jen. didn't tear all their stuff down. Because right. they've got everything down there. They they didn't tear anything. I mean, they saved it. Like, yeah. If it wasn't good enough to live in, you could put hay in it. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, <laughs> yeah and, and St. Jen, a lot of people might not know this, even if they're from the area, is actually the oldest settlement west of the Mississippi. Yes. The European settlement, that is. Yes. West of the Mississippi River. And... Uh, you know, you can even go down and see the old smelters down yes, there, and yes. there's historic homes, some of which yeah. I'm sure you were a tour guide yeah, for back in the day. Yeah, I worked in a bunch of those. Yeah, I worked in a lot of them. But it, it has, it's real rich in history. Yeah. Yeah, it really is. And uh, they, like I said, and they take such good care of them. They do. You know? mm-hmm. yeah. I love the river over there. I've really got yeah. a thing with the Mississippi. I grew up in the River Hills of the Mississippi there in a southern Jefferson County, northern St. Genevieve County. And I have to, ever so often, go take a trip to the river, you know. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that ferry ride's like one of the last ones yeah, it's in going, this it's, area. And it's going again. Yeah. Yeah, but oh, the river's way down. I was there yesterday. Well, this has just been so enjoyable. I'm glad that we had the chance to sit down and talk with you. And I think that uh, hopefully some of our listeners, watchers, followers, make it out here and, yeah, come and in. get the full Earth Mother experience and get to... <laughs> Meet you and check out the museum room, and, yeah. and uh, maybe they'll find something that works for them and changes yeah. their life, too. Well, and you're supporting well I have very knowledgeable employees. Yeah. Like her, his mom's been with me 24 years, and Melanie's been here 20 years. Karen just retired from 23 years. Madeline, about 16, I mean, and, and then others two, or two years, three years, you yeah. know, like that. Uh, but even the new ones are just, they come in so interested I, I, my last one that I hired, he's just got his nose in a book all the time, you know, and that's good. You yeah, know, that's he's good. soaking it up. Uh-huh. Absolutely. Yeah, and I know that a lot of people start out working here, too. With, you know, I know Mom started working here because my dad, you know, fell ill and couldn't work anymore. And then my first opportunity to start working for you was to help with pay for his surgery and stuff, uh-huh. you know. And so you give a lot of people opportunities, and I know you already yeah. highlighted that a little bit earlier, too. So. You guys, I'd say that to say this, you're going to come in here and be a customer. This is the type of business that you're supporting. It's a business that help, tries to help everyone. Hey, this is Josh from ATI Podcast. For show updates and news about the podcast, follow us on social media. You can follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash ATI Podcast 22, on Twitter at podcast underscore ATI, on Instagram at the ATI Podcast, on TikTok at ATI Podcast, DMs are always welcome. Have a question for the show? You can always email us at atipodcastquestions at gmail.com. Stay safe out there. This is Barrett from the ATI Podcast. Each week, Josh and I discuss current events, pop culture, music, TV, movies, politics, sports. Nothing is out of bounds. You can also tune in to learn about rising artists, small businesses, whether it's music, graphic design, filmmaking, or even a brick-and-mortar mom-and-pop shop. We'll be spotlighting folks and their endeavors. Listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, Anchor, or anywhere you enjoy your podcast. Just search ATI Podcast. We would like to thank you for your continued support, and as always, please stay safe out there.